Good afternoon, members and friends of Elmira Baptist Church. You are listening to a special Christmas edition of Elmira and You. I'm Pastor Scott. Welcome. Today is Thursday, December 22nd, 2022. And this will probably be the last podcast for the month. I might sneak one in next week if uh, if I get inspired. But mostly next week, I'm going to be spending time with family. Looking forward to that. Now, today's program is our last one for the year. And I want to remind you of this weekend's schedule. Saturday, 7 o'clock, we have our Christmas Eve service, and I would encourage you to make that a part of your family's tradition on Christmas Eve. Our family has attended several churches that had a Christmas Eve service, and we just make it part of our Christmas Eve. We're going to go and spend some time with our brothers and sisters, sing some Christmas songs, be reminded of God's gift given to us. Then we go home and we have some additional family traditions on Christmas Eve night. Then we'll also meet on Sunday. Sunday is the Lord's Day. It's right that we should meet on Sunday. And we'll meet at 11 o'clock for a time of worship, and then you will be able to spend the rest of the day with your family. If you have guests at your home, just invite them to come with you. Maybe they can't come, I understand, but you do your best to be there Saturday night at 7 o'clock and Sunday at 11 o'clock. Sunday morning, I'll be speaking from Luke chapter 2 and specifically the account of the angels appearing to the shepherds and focusing on that phrase, peace on earth, goodwill to men. You can read Luke chapter 2 to prepare for that. And then we won't meet again until that next Saturday, December 31st, New Year's Eve. We'll have our New Year's Eve get together a little bit different than previous years, so please listen carefully. We will start at 7 o'clock in the evening. We'll go about an hour and a half or two hours, and then we're going to send you home early because I want you to be sharp and up on time for January 1st. The first day of the new year is a Sunday, and we want to start that Sunday right. We mentioned that the church has a new phone number. Now, my number is not changing. Cindy's personal number is not changing, but the church's phone number is changing. The new phone number is 707-316-3027. Did you miss that? I tell you what, before I give it to you again, let me give you a chance to go get a pen or a pencil or open up your phone and, and get ready to take down this new number and tell you why we are changing this phone number. We're changing the phone number because the new system allows us to change the voicemail from anywhere and to be alerted to new voicemails in new locations. It used to be in order to find out if we had a voicemail, we had to come to the church. This system will allow us to access our voicemails remotely. Second, we can more easily change and update our voicemail message with this new system. We can actually record several messages, maybe have a vacation time message or a weekend message as opposed to other messages and just move those around. So it'll give us more flexibility with the voicemail message. This new system has a smartphone component, so it will allow us to message from the church's number, not only our personal numbers. There's some other additional benefits, but here's the biggest reason we're changing the phone number. Verizon is discontinuing our old system and doesn't seem to want to let us either continue with 
a new system nor to port that number to a new system and boy have we tried several of us have reached out to them and we just haven't been able to get it done so starting today you may call 707-316-3027 did you get that pen and paper did you get your phone out here you go here's the number one more time 707-316-3027 and as I mentioned before, my personal phone number and the secretary's personal phone number will stay the same. Another announcement, if you want your giving to be included in the 2022 giving statement for the IRS, then please plan to give in the offering either on Sunday morning, December 25th, or Saturday at the New Year's Eve service, Saturday, December 31st. We need to receive it in one of those two offerings, or you may choose to postmark it, but it must be postmarked by Saturday, December 31st to be included on your 2022 giving statement. The offerings that come in after that or that are postmarked after December 31st will be put on your 2023 giving statement. And let me take this opportunity to thank you for your faithful giving. Please be praying for one another. Many of the church members and many of our friends and family members are ill at this time. Some of these illnesses just seem to hang on and go on and on. So please pray for those that are sick. And if you know some that are sick, please, of course, pray for them by name. Now, I want to present a musical selection to you before I pick up with Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Jesus was known by many names. Each name reveals who he is and his immensity and the immensity of God's love for his children. In Jesus' name we find hope for the future and peace for our present lives. Just the sound of his name dispels the darkness of this world and it fills with it with radiant light. He is the light of the world. He is the hope of salvation. He is the promise of peace. Come, let us bow in adoration. God has sent His only Son. Let all heaven rejoice. Seed of green 
for our devotional today. Let me ask you to consider with me Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 is very famous, especially at Christmas time. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Notice the next clause, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. The government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Here, verse 7, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. God's promises. Stop right there. God's promises. Christmas is a reminder that God has made us promises and that God keeps his promises. This promise was about 750 years before Jesus was born. God said to his people, the Jews, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And sure enough, centuries later, that promise was fulfilled. Christmas Day, we celebrate the birth of God's Son. Resurrection Sunday, we celebrate his resurrection and his victory over death. Unto us a child is born. Christmas Day, the birth of a Savior. Unto us a son is given. Resurrection Day, Jesus' sacrifice. God the Father sending his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. So every Christmas celebration is a reminder that God keeps his promises. But there's a second promise right here in this verse. The government shall be upon his shoulder, middle of verse 6. Beginning of verse 7, of the increase of his government, there shall be no end. That promise remains unfulfilled. Now, it won't be unfulfilled forever. Someday Jesus will return. That's his second advent. His first advent, unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. He came, he took upon himself flesh, became a man, humbled himself, became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. His first advent. The second advent, his second coming, he will rule the world. That's the reason for the final verse in Joy to the World. He rules the world with truth and grace. Jesus is coming a second time, and he will rule the world. Just as God the Father kept his first promise to send his Son, that a child will be born unto us and a son will be given unto us, God the Father will keep his promise to establish Jesus, his Son, upon the throne of David. Notice what it says about this government. It's a government of peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Jesus is called here the Prince of Peace. There's turmoil now. And I know that there will continue to be turmoil for as long as man is in control. And particularly for as long as man thinks that he knows better than God. Places himself in a position where he knows better than God does. There's going to continue to be turmoil. But when Jesus establishes his kingdom, there will be peace. This kingdom that Jesus will establish is an eternal 
kingdom. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. And then, with justice from henceforth even forever. It'll be the final government. There will be no more governments. We talk about the end of history, and there was a historian that believed that the democratic republics represented the end of history. They don't. Democratic republics will fall. Governments will change. But when Jesus establishes his government, it will be a government without end. It'll be a government of order. It says to order it. It'll be a government of order. It'll make logical sense to the godly mind how he establishes and orders and runs his government. It'll be a government of judgment and justice. Are you seeking true justice? You will find it in the final government. And finally, God himself will do this. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. In order to establish his kingdom, Jesus does not require anyone's help or cooperation. Now we know that Jesus will come with thousands of his saints, and so there will be some help and cooperation offered, but he won't need it. No, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this promise. Even if all of the world's armies got together to oppose the righteous rule of Jesus Christ, Oh wait, that will happen. We call it Armageddon. And a sword will go out of his mouth and he will destroy his enemies and he will rule and he will reign. Just like his promise to send his son was fulfilled centuries after this verse was written, so too it may be centuries yet before the promise of his second coming is fulfilled. I don't happen to believe that it will be centuries, but it could be. But it will be fulfilled you can bank on it. You can trust it. There will be no update next week, as I mentioned. So just relax, spend time with your family. Some of you have work. Ask for God's grace through that time. And I'll meet you again in the new year, 2023. Don't forget that Saturday we'll meet at 7 o'clock for our Christmas Eve candlelight service. Sunday we meet at 11 o'clock in the morning. There is no holiday more important than worshiping Jesus. So I encourage you to keep the Christ in Christmas and join us. This has been Elmira and you for Thursday, December 22nd, 2022. You can join us Saturday at 7 o'clock in the evening and also Sunday at 11 o'clock in the morning. We meet at 6111 California Pacific Road near Vacaville, California. Join me next year for the next edition of Elmira and You.